Blog Talk Radio. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another broadcast of The Unexplained World, a world for some of us, no explanation is needed. And for others, that is why we are here. With your hosts, Edward Shanahan, a psychic medium, paranormal explorer, and author, along with Annette, who is a pagan truth seeker. The Unexplained World is a location where the border between the natural and supernatural may become nothing more than fuzzy. So enjoy. Welcome to the June 30th broadcast of The Unexplained World with your host, Edward Shanahan, that's me, and my co-host, Annette. Hello, Annette. Hello, Ed. How's it going today? It's going, it's going, it's going. How's it? (laughs) Well, my butt's moving a little slow after setting up a festival and taking it down in the last few days. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, your pictures I've seen look great. They look really great. Uh-oh. Hey, I have. It was I, the best one yet. Yeah, good, good. We'll discuss that in a little bit. Why don't we, at this moment, sure. bring our guest on, and I'll leave you do the introduction of okay. our guest. Go ahead. All right. So, um, a very good friend of mine, since we were little kids. Um, was talking to me one day about how people are making changes in their world. They see things that are negative, and they want to turn those around, because he and I are very into that. Um, and he mentioned, oh, my, a friend of mine actually um, had spent years in commercial media production in the world, um, and he saw there was so much negativity always with, you know, the way interviewing is done perhaps. He'll tell us more in a minute, but he said, you know what, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to flip it around, and I'm going to start my own thing that tries to present companies and people and stories with a more positive energy. So without further ado, I give you Everett Salyer of the Root Sky Production Company. Everett, are you there? I am here. Hi, Ed. Hi, Annette. Thank you for having Hello. me. Really excited Hello, to be sir. on the show. Thank you. Good, good. Um, now I hope I'm, I'm saying everything right because you know I only know a little sto- a little of the story, and um, I, I'm having you on. You can tell me more because I'm so interested. Well, you know, I guess there wasn't like one single specific revelatory moment that made me okay. that brought me to my decision. I think it was a culmination of little things, but there was um, with the same friend you're you're speaking of. Uh, he and I and another friend were uh, having a vacation in the bluffs of Wisconsin. It was a beautiful place. We had a cabin right on the lake, and I remember sitting there and looking up at the sky, just taking in all. I mean, it was this beautiful gardens, and we just taking everything in, looking up at the sky and, and seeing the clouds. And it made me think of my great-grandmother and how she would always watch Bob Ross 
You guys remember Rob Ross? Oh, and, we know exactly. <laughs> and that, it, it just put this idea in my head of how something that ha- some some experiences that I had when I was so young brought me to a specific point in that right at that moment, and I could look up at the skies and I could experience the feeling I had with her as a child. And I realized mm-hmm. like just how everything is interwoven and interconnected. And that really put me on a whole different journey and a whole different perspective in life. That one. So there was that one single moment that was kind of a turning point, but, but, you know, I worked in television broadcast for about 20 years and I started out in okay. uh, local news moved mm-hmm. to regional news, and, you know, one of the moments we had there, there were three little boys that had gone missing, and we mm-hmm. were setting up a live shot, and, and this whole community was invested in finding these boys, and we set up a live shot, and at the exact moment we went on air, the father had opened a trunk to discover the bodies of the three little boys, and, in, oh. and the producers high-fived each other. And it, oh, nice. that, that was kind of my first real thought of what am I doing? What are we doing? How did we get so disconnected? Sure. Oh, my goodness. So you said 20 years that you were in, in the field. And... So, okay, so you have these experiences that show you a negative side of the business, and you decide to change your mind and go for, tell us about Root Sky. Is that what you stopped doing, um, corporate production, and you're doing your own thing. Does that seem right? Am I saying that right? Yeah. So okay. with Root Sky, it started as kind of one single idea in a car. And, you know, the okay. idea was at this point I was working for a major, major network, right? And, okay. and I, I don't want to really say the names, but uh, no, that's a good idea. it's not really important to the story <laughs> anyway, but it was a really major network and it was a really tough environment and everybody was jaded. Everybody was out to improve themselves through pushing others down with their boot. And it was a really hard environment to, to thrive in. And it was one single idea that was if, if I created my own company, I have the time, the energy, and the resources to create something that will really help people. And the more, and the more I thought about it, the more I said, you know, I want to inspire people, motiv- motivate people to do better things. And the way I saw it was, more of an imbalance. You know, I do think there is kind of the, the ne- negativity does kind of have its place. You know, we do, we do have to understand things that are happening in the world and not everything is puppies and sunshine and roses. Right. I mean, sure. that's the reality of life. It's always yes. going to be that way. Um, but there's such an imbalance in the way that we in, in, in just media and the way we interact with one another. And that kind of pushed me to start doing more research and trying to understand why there's a disconnect with our brain, you know, 
and I started sure, learning about negative bu- Yeah, and you know, for me it's really fascinating, really interesting in, in how our brains have evolved over the years to 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 want to grab hold of negativity. You you know, our hmm. primitive ancestors at some point were were terrified that there might be some carnivorous beast hiding in the bushes and those people who <laughs> thought that way survived and the people who didn't probably got eaten at some point. So we're, we are a product of that. We're a product of that negative bias through, through all those generations and understanding that really kind of helped me grasp, accept, understand and have more empathy and compassion for the thoughts and choices that not just I make, but that other people make too. Everett. Um, yes. Question on that. Uh, a lot of people, maybe not born into an environment, but exposed to an environment on a daily basis later in their life. I mean, when you're watching people living in a negative way, I don't give a damn. It's me or, you know, I'll cut you off the road, blah, blah, blah. Then it stirs, do you agree it stirs up? The one that may have been innocent to those type of feelings? To actually develop a negative feeling because of what they're dealing with on a regular basis? Absolutely. I think that that happens, that happens quite frequently when we're, when we're inundated with those kinds of things and in trying to coexist with the amount of people we have on the planet, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, mm-hmm. the odds are something's going to happen. That's going to um, push you into a position that challenge your challenges, your survival mechanisms, so to speak. Right. And our right. basic survival mechanisms are, happiness, security, comfort, um, and resources. Anything that challenges those puts us in that kind of mind frame where we really want uh, to get one up, you know. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm, I'm not an innocent person here. I've been that person who's, uh, you know, been cut off and then out of spite, go, you know, zips around to cut them off. I'll show them. I'll teach them a lesson. You know, um, yeah. and for me, and for me, it's, it's kind of natural as human beings, the way we think and the way our brain works, it's, it's almost natural to have those kinds of, uh, you know, to have those kinds of things happen to us and change us and, and make us a little hardened. But I think mm-hmm. what we, what, what makes the situation worse is the amount of media that we have bombarding us with fear mongering, you know? That's uh, that's that's uh, that's where I'm coming from because once you take it out of the street and it's being put on TV, social media, yeah, God, that's become a or video games too, oh or video God. games, you know, survive yeah. whatever. But a lot of negativity. There's um. I'm a big, for reasons, pro wrestling fan. Well, 
WWE's been running on TV PG-13 type of wrestling, okay? No blood's allowed. Yeah. No steel chairs to the head, et cetera, et cetera. Well, a new organization came out, AEW, and they're throwing all caution to the wind, and you're seeing that people eat that up. More, I mean, they had a, I saw scenes, I, it's like, I can't watch this. I'm not going to watch this. Where they wrap Bob Wire around a steel chair and used it on each other. Okay? And the fans are wow. eating it up. Yeah. So it's the media, but the media is, it's like during the Roman days when you would feed <laughs> the Christians or whatever mm-hmm. to the lions and everybody in the crowd's churn. Or you had the gladiators. And it's like, I love what you're trying to do. But man, you got a battle ahead of you. I I would feel. Am I right or wrong? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're absolutely right. There's sort of right. an addiction. It's a challenge every day. Yeah, and, and what it is is really it comes down to an imbalance, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. That I can't change everything. I can only do my little part, and the people listening, and you, you in the studio. You can only do your little part. And, w- and when we grasp that concept, it, it becomes a lot more manageable in that aspect. All I can do is produce material that I know is going to help people, influence people, uh, motivate them, inspire them. That's, that's what my superpower is. That's what I can do and I can manage, you know. Um, and, in in regards to that with social media, because that's a that's a huge one for me actually. I I went off social media for about two years. It was the happiest point in my life in recent memory. And mm-hmm. uh, I started to do a little experiment, and I created a website where I just curated positive, happy stories. And that website grew really quick, way quicker than I would have thought. And um, that was probably the first seed for Root Sky Productions to, to understand that there, as much as people are clamoring to grab that negative and the um, really just uh, violent, aggressive, fear-mongering type stuff, there really is mm-hmm. a lot of potential out there and a lot of people searching for something else, something more mm-hmm. enlightening, and, and it's not there – it's not there. And some, sometimes it is. You know, there are some people, and it is actually catching on. It's interesting. It is catching on. People are kind of getting uh, aware, becoming more aware of it. That's because the kind of competition you want. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I welcome it. I think that the more that we do this, and, and, and I write a lot of uh, material to help people do it. You know, you can... Um, it's all what's the saying uh, rising tides raise all ships I believe that wholeheartedly I don't view people as competition I view myself as competition how can I be better tomorrow than I was today that's Uh, awesome and if people would all take a little stand baby steps towards Retuning themselves to more positive images, more positive sound bites, and you know things that they're using on their own children and so forth. 
I really think that that could really turn things around and bring the balance back. Shift it back to where it was Absolutely. when we were kids. Absolutely. And I think the first step for me, the first step is trying to understand like how and why people think the way that they do and stop you know, for me, it was because I always judged people based on their acts, you know, based on the things that they were kind of partaking in or sharing, especially on social media. Um, mm-hmm. And trying, trying to understand and take a more empathetic view to it and understand, like, what the root of that is. And usually there's always something there that can that is relatable, and you can build on it from that. Or just don't participate. You yeah. know, it's that simple. Yeah. It's that simple. That's my that's Unplug my main it. that's my main thing is not participating or responding. Even if it's stuff that I would respond back. I know people will respond back and then you build up a whatever and uh it all becomes negative. And basically uh I can't go that route because of the simple fact of all this. And I'm happy yeah. that I have those restraints on me. Uh, because even Annette would get ticked if I cross certain borders, <laughs> you know, um, in statements and comments. I'm such a do-gooder. Uh, Sorry, Ed. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Hey, you know what? Have I ever said you were wrong in the past? No, you, you have not. You have not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, so, but I think that's smart too, because it, it's in social media. I think people are more concerned with being heard than they are listening to the other side, and that's yeah. the narrative we have to change. And the thing is, even though I may be saying something in a good way, it's still black and white in those words. No emotions, no nothing. You know, unless you start throwing cuss words out, and I'm a firm believer those. I'm a firm believer those should be barred from social media. Okay, but that's me, um, because I think, Annette, we've done this for ten years, and we've kept the mm-hmm. G-rated uh, program. May have to yeah. wheel a uh, guest or two back in. <laughs> but um well yeah there has been that <laughs> yeah and we've you know we yeah, kind of pulled a... to keep it positive yeah oh yeah yeah and uh so i see where you're coming from besides the hallmark channel and um some of the older tv channels Everett, how hard is this to get it I see more commercials too. Positive push. Mhm. Uh, am I right on that? Yeah, absolutely. We it, it, one of the things if you dive into commercials, promotional videos, it's a really interesting thing that happens. And again, I, to talk about the brain, uh, it's a really interesting thing that happens. So when you start getting receiving a lot of negative messages. You have the same pain. You have the same receptors in your brain start uh, igniting that happens when you're enduring physical pain. So your brain says, "Okay, this is going to kill me. Shut it down." 
and you don't really receive the messages. And, and the proof is there when you look at political ads, which are known to be the most negative, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and you can't ever remember the candidate's name once they're past the primaries. But a company like um, that uses a lot of positive advertising in roughly the same amount of dollars per, uh, per campaign cycle is Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. They're one of the most recognized brands in the entire world, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's there is, you know, and I think if marketing companies would really tune into that a little more, um, they'd be doing their clients a lot more justice. Yeah, I um, what is interesting, and I don't know if Annette realizes this or not. I got a few years on her. Um, is that they they're revamping for modern sound Elvis Presley songs, and when you hear it in a commercial, your head snaps like, "Wow, really?" You know, and it's always positive because most of the songs were, and uh, we need more of it. I mean, you don't even find cartoons that are of interest to sit down and watch anymore. You know. Mhm. Yeah, it's interesting about. Are you sound do you create too, TV really shows? How... Do you create TV shows by any With... chance? Uh, working on it, trying to get a couple sold now uh, that we that we have um, some pilots for, and cool. one is a one is kind of like a farm to table cooking show that focuses on. Um, uh, really, the nutritional aspect—it's called Nourish. It's a—it's—it's it's about nourishing the mind, body, soul, and even your familial connections with uh, celebrating food as a source of life. Okay. Mm-hmm. I watched a few little snippets of that on the Root Sky website. I think. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Root right? Is your website. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I would think there's, there's some interesting blog posts. If you, if any of the, the breakdown of the brain and how it connects with media fascinates anybody, <laughs> it might just be mm-hmm. me. Um, you know, there's yeah, some, well, it's there's our not brain, a, so that's a good thing to talk about. Yeah. You got something and, on your and, website for that? Yeah. We have in the blog section, there's, there's some posts. Uh, that I cover a variety of topics from from negative bias to uh, how you can tip the scale with negative media um, and even how to embrace uh, embrace your exposed weaknesses to turn them into strengths and positivity. So if people are interested in that sort of thing, they, uh, I'd be happy to have them read those read those and engage with those. So you're giving me fascinating. Oh. Sorry, right, let me sorry. go first tonight. So you're okay. basically giving a mini course for people that are looking for marketing in a positive way. You're saying? Yes. I mean, that's the way yeah. I'm looking at what mm-hmm. you just said. It's like, 
wow, the dude's giving away a kind of a free marketing course for those that may be starting out that don't know which way to go. And you're saying do it this way positively, and uh, it may be success- it will be successful. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, and I and I try to gear them not t- towards just. Um, you know, I, they are very heavily theme marketing wise because I am trying to reach those people too. Cause I think that's important, but also to, as a consumer, to understand the processes and really what's what's happening to us. You know, and I think that needs to be exposed a little more to the general public. It's a wag the dog kind of scenario. You know, they've made enemies out of us. Everett, would you say since you started, you've made the switch over and you've got Roots Guy going, do you feel in your own life that that's making positive changes for you, your family, the people around you, your coworkers? How's that going? I, I try. I, you know, I'm not a perfect person. I try every day to be um, Do you more notice a, a, a more I, better feelings and, you yeah. know? Uh, for sure, for sure. I know that my mental health is is dramatically improved in oh, the way. Oh, Okay. Yeah, and I would hope to say that the, those around me would would feel that too, because I try to. I do want to, you know, if it, like I think about this kind of often. But you know, at the at the end of this journey, what will people what will people say about you? You know, what will people yeah. think about you, you know, in reflection? And if, and if, and if people were to get up, <laughs> get up in a, in a eulogy and say, yeah. you know, he, he, he um, made me think that I was the person I could be, you know, that's, that's what I would like to, to leave as a legacy. Nice. Now, can people who are looking for somebody to create marketing for them in a positive way come to you? Is that the service you provide? Yeah, well, I'm less of a marketing company, more of a creative services. So along with the uh, the original content, we do – and we do some like digital marketing and social media marketing because that kind of comes with the territory, but our real bread and butter and that all of that funds all of the other passion projects that we have, we have going. I mean, we're a really young company. So we officially launched in January of 2018. Mm -hmm. Um, Really. uh, I left my full-time job in October of 2018 and so here we are, June of 2019, and we're really, we're really getting some wheels, and we're really, uh, like I said, we're, we're actively uh, pursuing the sale of specific content, and uh, we're working with different organizations to help them create a better message. And a lot of that's through partnerships that I have with, with other really great people, um, and and which I which I think is important and part of the process for me is is identifying, um, you know, work with uh, with uh, 
two people, you know, besides, besides my wife, who's just a great positive influence and force on me. Uh, the two other people that I work with, which is uh, Juliana Clark and Rod Suarez, who are, who have the focus. I mean, these are the people they they, they understand the mission, they understand the goal and, and they're working towards creating a more, socially positive world through even uh, corporate relationships. And I think that's really important because, you know, it's not always been so great in the corporate sphere as we all know. And and Mm -hmm. trying to identify how they can, you know, how they can be in better service of the world around them instead of just take, take, take. And and that's what we're and that's what we focus on a lot. Okay. Right. So if I was starting a business on a positive, you know, on a positive view of things, which businesses should be. And would I come to you and say, hey, Everett, what can you do for me? Is that how that works, or am I looking at this the wrong way? Yeah, absolutely. So you can come to me, reach out to some of the relationships we have, and the first thing we do is really assess and strategize your your brand and and where your outlook is for the for the world, right? So socially conscious is the idea behind mm-hmm. corporate branding. How do you be socially conscious? How do you be a corporate do-gooder? That's what we need in the world, right? Yeah. Um, and and once those strategies come into play, then you know, that's less me uh, and more uh, Rod and Juliana. And then we kind of figure out, like, where the content's going to go, how to find the people who want to see the content and find the people who need to see the content. Do you hold seminars now, for business uh, businesses or anything like that? Let's say, or are you willing for no, a company uh, to do seminars for them for their employees or higher management? Because everything kind of goes downhill from the up. So um, you almost have to straighten out the people at the top to get <laughs> for it to go down. Am I right or wrong on that? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right. I think you're right on. And I think a lot of time change comes from the bottom up. So um, mm-hmm. it's really it's almost like a threefold mission. You know, um, mm-hmm. you have to get the you have to let the the consumers know you're out there. You have to let the people working on the you know handling the details of the projects. And and I believe when you do that and you get at the heart of a company. Uh, things do change from the top up. Yeah. Everett, would there ever be a time, do you think, that a client would come to you and want to get started in a positive way, but perhaps you're having a hard time finding the positives in the project? You know, they're saying, oh, I want to sell this nuclear warhead. How can I make it positive? Do you ever find yourself turning a company away and saying, you know what, well, we're not a good fit for you. Is there ever such a thing, do you think, or do you work yes. your butt off to turn them around? 
No, Wait, there, there is. Uh, you're, you are absolutely right on that. There were, there would be circumstances where we would just wouldn't be a fit. Um, and I think nu- nuclear warhead kind of fits the bill. That's a pretty <laughs> hard over the line. Trying to think of the worst thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's a pre- it's a pretty good one. I mean, it's it's a it wouldn't be the right fit for us. And and it's something actually a conversation came up recently. And um, it was if you knew a company specifically did something to harm their consumers mm-hmm. and push to cover it up, would you work with mm-hmm. them? And that's a little bit um, – so to me, there are some circumstances in that equation that mm-hmm. I would have to look at. So – in this specific brand we're talking about, the CEO who made that decision was fired. Okay. And the, um, and they were, the whistle was blown by their actual, the, the, the team of executives working underneath them. Okay. So for me, that's a, that's a, Hey, let's look a little closely at the details and see if this is, if this is something where they want to just, repair their image or they really want to do make a change or they really yeah yeah and and do something good and so it's it would be case by case and we do we are um you know we we can be choosy <laughs> we yeah good Perhaps too, a client could say, "Oh wow, we we took the wrong road. We did it. We made a mistake. Our guy is gone, and not only do we want to repair, but Everett, could you be the person who would say, "Well, here's how you're going to repair it, and not even so much through the well, not that you. For example, if I have uh, oh a shampoo that kills people, you know, and I say, "Oh my gosh, I didn't know it was going to kill people, but can you help me repair the damage that?" been done we're going to switch our product and it's not going to kill people anymore that's more of what you would be taking on oh let 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 us help you make the public know that you are it's uh you know the non-murder shampoo now yeah yeah that's a great name by the way the non-murder shampoo And I think that's something, you know, you sit down and you, and you look at, you look at uh, the overall context and you try to not just, cause what we do, what we do in the world, especially when we're, when we read, we read headlines and we read snippets and we read the first couple lines. And I think my, my job, what I feel tasked to do is to get people to understand the resolution you know that yeah. that it's okay to it's okay to to have these discussions about terrible things. I mean, the fact the facts are, we have a lot of really rotten stuff happening in the world. We do. You know, there are mm-hmm. there are mass shootings all the time. There are there's something happening uh, with with the weather. We all know this. There's you know, not to go on. You know, we could. We could sit here and we could tell all of the bad things that are happening, but what, but what we're not doing is saying, well, here are the small things we can do individually to correct the problem. Here are the things that are good in the world. 
Because for everything that's everything out there that's negative or bad or scary that's happening, there are a million stories that are really, really great and, and inspiring. And we right. need to focus on those. And it's not getting no exposure. And even if there was a website channel that does dedicated the website to that or, you know, YouTube channel, whatever, um, it'd be a nice yeah. change, to tell you the truth. <laughs> Question yeah. for you. And I was... If I was a politi- if I was a politician, and would you recommend going to you, or would it be a lost cause in today's environment of politics? I actually would encourage you to come to us because I think um, because what we want to do is connect and get people to understand we're not so different, and we're not one. One of the things. We have cooking up, uh, which should be released momentarily, just a short three-minute video, but it is mm-hmm. people from all walks of life, all different political ideologies talking about their top things that that they're concerned about. And it's mm-hmm. very surprising, uh, you know. I don't want to give too much away, but I think people yeah. will be right. very surprised. Um, Why don't you create? Where we're Why don't- yeah, here's an idea. I'm an idea guy. Maybe you are thinking of this. I'm sure you've heard of Prager U, okay? And basically, you can create videos to throw on YouTube. And as you know, YouTube pays so much money per 1,000 views, blah, 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 blah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Create, a, create a channel, which is just positive. The positive side of what we do, Rook Sky Productions, and all different... I think we should challenge our listeners to do the same thing. If you had... How many listeners do we have, Ed? Oh, my goodness. Sometimes sometimes it can be off the charts. So mm-hmm. if every one of those people decided to put something on social media that was positive or on the YouTube or whatever their system is, yeah. that could start you know, raising that scale to balance it out again. Yes. I like it. That's a challenge it, to our listeners. <laughs> I like I like it too. I like it too. Ever, I know the youth. I have two teenagers in my house, and I know the youth of America right now is pretty doomy and gloomy, you know, because there's so much scary stuff out there. And those kids are hit with that every day. If you let them have a cell phone, yeah. it's almost uncontrollable, no matter how many filters or whatever. It, yeah, I feel the most hopeful for the youth of today. And I know that they get, Good. everybody's talking about how, how, you know, oh, they don't, they only care about themselves or the me generation. And I, I don't oh, really no. buy into that. I, I, I feel like the youth of today has their thumb on the pulse way more than, than my generation ever did. And mm-hmm. I think that they are, Cleaning up a big mess they've been left, and oh, they got to be left. They were cut out. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I mean, could you imagine? Could you imagine being a, a kid today, and you know you're you're told, well, you're gonna you have to buy a house or a car. I mean, could you imagine? It's completely unaffordable in today's wages to to buy a house, and I don't. 
I don't care what people say about that. It, it's it's such a huge obstacle and challenge just to carve out your own little stake of the world. Like we 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 were able to do with you know relative ease, and our parents' generation for sure were able to do it a lot easier. Oh yeah. But the problem is, and then on, it's not getting easier for us neither. As time goes on. Yeah. As you, uh, you know, true. I'm hitting, I'm looking at 62, which brings me closer to 60, you know, retirement. And it's like, really? <laughs> okay. Now I'm back at uh, probably earn, we'll be at earning less money than the youth getting out of college. You know what I'm saying? Or the high school kid. Once that day comes. Yeah. So it can be just as scary for the late senior citizen as the younger generation. And maybe if the two come together and say, hey, we got to make this work for both of us. Let's change what's going on between us. You know, the age groups between. Yeah. That might be a positive. Yeah, bridges the gap. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. And I think that's, I think you're right on the money there. And I think the yeah. more that we do that, the more we explore the potential we we have. I mean, it's a, it's it's an old cliche, but it's that bundle of sticks idea, right? We can be strong mm-hmm. as one, but together we are so much stronger, you know? And as soon as we realize that, we can make really powerful change in the world. And we're designed to be that way. We are like human beings. We have a portion of our brain called the right supramarginal gyrus, right in the frontal cortex, right in the front of your brain. It exists mm-hmm. just to make us feel connected to another person. It's that, mm-hmm. that, that little lump you get in your throat when you watch the Hallmark Channel. You know, it's that, yeah. um, you know, when your eyes well up or you feel, you know, we, when we're born – we're, uh, you know, the when the mother and the baby connect skin to skin, they're huge doses of oxytocin released in the brain that bond them for life. And we took hmm. that away for how many years? <laughs> you know, we're designed to be connected. We're designed to be and act as one. And somehow somebody along the way has, has, and, and, and part of it is us. I mean, at the end of the, at the end of the day, it's really, you can't change other people. You can only change yourself. Yeah. Be an example. Everybody's got free will. And, um, um, (laughs) that's one thing you learn doing what I do on the side, doing what I do is people got free will. So don't get upset if they don't follow through what, Advice you give them. I mean, you know, uh, you got shrinks that give people advice, but yet the people ain't found it. So, because people are <laughs> um, it's true. Everett, this was very interesting. Um, I think maybe in the near or in the future, a show on how the mind works with emotions, attachments, because what you said about the birth and the mother and child. I never knew that. And 
That explains why. It's a mom why... thing usually. <laughs> oh come on! No, there's there's more to that than you know, uh, because like you said, the child also feels the bonding, and you see it with if you watch some videos of lions or the lioness having a child, you know, having a child, having a, a cub. What do you call them? And that's having a cub. That's right. A, yeah, a cub. Yeah. So. And yet, the first thing they're doing is button heads, kind of rubbing heads, running, rubbing their faces. And yet, them and all animals basically know who the mom is, be it a duck or a lion, you know. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And humans too. Humans too. If you if you put a newborn baby at the at the at the knees of their mother, they will crawl. Mm. They will crawl <laughs> to suckle the breast. It's, it's uh-huh. I mean, we're amazing, amazing creatures. We really are. And we just have to hone in on that and accept it and appreciate it and work on it. And maybe the answer in the future, what made everybody so charcoal, not everybody, a lot of people, charcoal cold or dark as far as the heart goes. Because unless it pertains to them, they don't care. But underlying, I really think the humans want to belong, engage. I really think deep down, I think it's fear that slows them back from, you know, to have that attitude of, I don't care, it's all about me. You know, that's just acting out of fear. But, man, if they can slide that over, people really want to belong. Mm -hmm. That's why religion works for so many people. That's why clubs and social gatherings and you know, why large families keep coming back together all the time. People want to belong. Nobody wants to be lonely and mm-hmm. on their own, really, you know. Yeah. So no. lifting the fear and then, you know, it blows up great. Yeah. So, and, you know, and I and I would say, too. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead well, I was just going to say, I, I, you know, the amount of people who grow up through abuse and then are – you know, come into addiction and uh, those sort of things. And that's probably a conversation for a whole other show. But, you know, we take that for granted how people can be mistreated. And that's what I mean by try to be empathetic, try to put yourself in someone else's shoes before you make real judgments on them. And you'll find something, usually you'll find something deeper that you can really relate to. Yeah. Or at least understand. Yeah, that's that's why when I see like people in the center of the street asking for a donation or money or whatever, the thought is, I don't know, but something got them to that point. So it's kind of hard to judge because good majority of Americans are. How close are we to holding a tin cup if our life goes to hell? You know, around us. So, um, yeah. Give yeah, us your couple website. Payments away. Yeah, give us your website. Uh, you can connect. What people with, can find there. You can can. Eh. Go ahead. Uh, you can connect with me on rootskyproductions.com. Uh, you can read blogs. You can you can uh, schedule a conversation. Um, we're very accessible and and want to stay that way. Fantastic. 
Awesome. And you got a good blog. Everett, thank you so come. much for coming on tonight. Thank you yes, for having you. me. I really enjoy, I really enjoyed talking with you guys. Yeah, this time went by went by fast. It was like, hmm, how are we gonna go with this guest? And yet we could probably go on for another hour. But I wanna yeah, thank you. I think so. <laughs> yeah. I wanna thank you, sir. And uh good luck. Make sure you put in big capitals if you get anything on TV. Um, copyright Root Sky Productions, okay? So I can say we had him on our show. Yeah, and uh, awesome. keep us posted. Mm-hmm. Keep a net posted on any things that you know we, as the general public, can see and um, enjoy of yours. Okay, we'll do. Definitely, we'll do. Thank, thank you guys so much. Thank you, sir. Have a safe Independence Day. Yep. Oh, you too. All right. All right. Bye-bye. 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 Hello, Annette. Hi. Yeah, that one, that one, uh, he touches on a whole bunch, I mean, he could touch on a whole bunch of subjects and uh, seems like he's very well learned as far as studying the human um, what could I say? Yeah, human behavior? nature, brains, behaviors, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was good. <laughs> yeah. You know, I had a little stint of about 18 years or something like that in advertising myself. And, right. um, you know, we were always selling very cheery things like oatmeal and Gatorade, you know, Band-Aids, Kleenex, stuff like that. So it was always like, oh, you're going for that emotional side, that happy side mm-hmm. of those products. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't have too much experience with the negative, 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 but Everett does because he was doing news coverage too. And we all oh, yeah. know the news is all about the sensationalism of the negativity. So, Oh yeah, oh, I'm I'm sure he can just breathe a sigh of relief at the end of his day because you know he's not having himself in the middle of all that crap. Yeah, and it seems like he uh, he must have really been fed up because uh, to walk away from what he had to start from scratch. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, making a business is tricky. Mm-hmm. So good mm-hmm. for him. Good for Even him. Tiny small ones. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, how was your ferry? Good turnout of people and everything? It was delightful. Okay, the so we got down right. on the 15th, and we made the 29th, the new rain date, and the weather was gorgeous. Good. The, the, the conservation park, um, the members of my Isaac Walton chapter came together so nicely. They're a well-oiled machine. They mowed and trimmed and cut and Oh, my goodness. They just made the place look so nice. It's very natural there. I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. So when it's natural, mm-hmm. you know, the prairie takes over and the trees go wild, you know. So they were carving out a space where we could really enjoy that. Um, and we had a chance to see, I don't know, we probably had 50 to 100 kids come out. And, oh, we played games and we heard fabulous music. And, oh, we did yoga and we went hiking and looking for the lost ferry camps. Oh, it was a beautiful, nice. beautiful day. Our best one yet. This is our fourth year. And they just get better and better every year. <laughs> Super. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah so thank you nice. for asking because it was so sweet. Oh, yeah, the pictures I've get seen. young families uh, out in nature. Good, good. Um, 
speaking of the fairy thing, did you see in the mm-hmm. news or online news? And it's by legitimate site. Um, and I believe if I come across it again, I'll I'll, I'll text it to you, or I'll send okay. you a uh, link that they found what they consider a fairy in another country. Dead. They found it, yeah. what, dead? Is that what you said? Yeah, but that's how they, they were able to find it is because, it, I don't know if it's Mexico or something. It's another country. But it's, it's it's yeah. Ooh, and I'm they're claiming like they're bewildered by what they found. And this is all they can, you know, it resembles. So, uh, I come across... Yeah, if I come across that, I'll uh, that'll throw a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of uh, um, throw a lot of people for a loop. Let's put it that way. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So. Well, that's very interesting. I need to know more about that. Yeah. Um. It came across my one of my news feeds, so I'll um when I come across it again, I may know where it's at. I may have uploaded okay. it to my own uh my own online magazine, news magazine. So um hmm. I'll check that out be tomorrow or something. Interesting. Uh, All my fairies were alive yesterday. <laughs> and they were bigger than four inches, I'm sure. You know, so <laughs> No, I I was measuring them, honestly. They were very small. You know, once the children come to the fairy festival, they we have mm-hmm. to shrink them to the actual size of fairies. So I had a big measuring tape, and I was measuring them, and most of them were between two and three inches tall. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so the, we we were dealing with some real fairy stuff. We were very tiny. We, uh, listeners, will be back on, uh, it looks like July 2021st, whatever that is, um, Next week will always already be the seventh, and we try to space it every other week. I'm preoccupied for the weeks after that. Uh, maybe after the twentieth, maybe we'll yeah we'll see what we're gonna do from there. Um, it will double up or something. Uh, we I'm looking into um, bringing some guests on. I went to that. Convention that uh, Halloween convention. Um, mm-hmm. so, I, so I met some interesting people there. We'll have on. We got. Uh, we're going to be talking. Ernette and I will be doing a taping on July 9th for a YouTube channel uh, at a haunted location. Not haunted location, but a commercial haunt. A haunted house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, commercial haunt. You get the. You get to mm-hmm. explore the place. Uh, behind the scenes. With the lights on? <laughs> uh, you know what? Yes. <laughs> I went there and uh, on, or what's this month? Their second Saturday in June, I just went there and you've seen the photographs. Um, yeah, you're probably better off that there ain't going to be no uh, um, pranks going on or whatever they do. Uh, because you'll be covered with blood and all that, you know. Um, oh, no, no, so, I don't want that. <laughs> so uh, they, they definitely recommend 
wear no clothes, and you got to be 18 or older, and you got to sign a release. Um, so, and yeah, we're then, going for the, the the guided tour. I think that's going to be much better for me. Oh, okay, okay. We, uh, yeah, this will be with the lights on, and uh, you get to see the props, and uh, the guy's great at what he does. I got to say that. Nice. Yeah. We also got some dates coming up in September, uh, public events. So um, we'll have more information hopefully by the end of July. And listeners, it's we are bringing a whole different crop of um, people to be on the show of interest. I hope you're enjoying it. Um, we haven't had any psychics or psychic readers on, blah, blah, blah. There's, I got to say, there's some that are pushing the envelope, and if they were on, I'd probably go into the questioning them part of it. It's like when we had, remember, we had the um, individual that was a long, 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 long relative of Al Capone, okay? And remember, we had her a few years back. And, uh, and it's like (laughs) Capone was Capone. (laughs) Nothing you say is going to make it right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, sometimes I go that route, but that's like, um, you can't make wrong things or telling people wrong things. Like there was, uh, some woman came to me one time. They had a reading up on, I'll say Irving Park Road in Chicago. Figure it out from there, people. And the uh, reader told the person that, oh, it's not diagnosed, but you're going to be coming down with cancer, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, the woman came to me, and she's like in a panic. And I said, number one, okay, they should not be diagnosing you. (laughs) Number two, if they're diagnosing you that way, they may be trying to get you back in. So um, I got a firm belief. And then that'll agree with me because you had this too. Um, you shouldn't have to visit a psychic more than once or twice or three times in a year's time. And the psychic keeps on having, if, if the psychic keeps on having you come back, either they suck in what they're doing, that you got to keep on going back, or they're just... Uh, <laughs> Going for your money. So um, be smart, people. Be smart. Okay? And by July 20, by July 20th, I should be able to announce what I'll be offering. Those people at house parties, uh, a new thing I'll be offering. Um, what do you got to say in it? I've been rattling out. I just want to tell everybody that with, uh, you know, the fireworks and the kids and everything around, have a safe and happy Independence Day. Um, enjoy yourselves, but be careful. And be careful of your pets. Be very, you know. Oh, uh, You know what dog? else I heard the other day, Ed, and you're going to appreciate this. You mm. know, sometimes when there are veterans living in your neighborhood, you know, yeah. The, the bangs and the pops of those fireworks can sometimes trigger flashbacks for those folks oh, yeah, who serve for our country. 
And if you are a person who wants to light off your bombs and your crackle pops or whatever, you might want to consider, you know, of the, your, your neighbors. And I know it's hard to, to make everybody's dog happy, but if you have a veteran living in your neighborhood, please mm-hmm. reconsider your blowing off your fireworks in that neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Because a good majority of them are suffering um, eternally. Yeah, and they, that's the last thing they need is one more, yeah. you know, distraction that brings on more more harm than good for them. All right, we got eight seconds. Go and take them an apple pie. Okay. You and I will talk <laughs> later. Listeners, have a great fourth, and blessings be with all. Blessed be. Good night. Good night. Bye-bye. <laughs>